Welcome once again to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, where we talk with our mouths and it's made into ones and zeros and then somehow converted back to sound for you to hear with your ears. I'm Jason. And I'm KJ. And in this episode, we digest our respective Thanksgiving celebrations, complete with cranberry and craisin updates. And then we'll roll into talk of KJ's semi-surprise birthday bowling party celebration. And we discuss Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and Jason's fabulous online shopping experience. We'll follow that up with more pronunciation games and some real thoughts. Then, find out if we have a guest when we play Do We Have a Guest? Do We Have a Guest? I actually cannot remember. Oh, we'll also do a short fantasy football update. And we'll wrap it all up with our recommendations, feedback, and of course, more ridiculous Amazon reviews. All that plus several conversational tangents. Hey, quick question for you, just out of curiosity. Is a cold supposed to last like two months? In a week, week. things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. So, it's the week after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, let's just start off with how our Thanksgivings were. Thanksgiving were? How our Thanksgivings Went, were? Gone. Happened. Occurred. Yeah, how, um, how how was your Thanksgiving? Or How did you celebrate the Thanksgiving holidays <laughs> yeah. with the festivities this year? Well, um, it's funny you should ask. Uh, <laughs> we, had, we had a very uh, low-key Thanksgiving this year. Uh, okay. We went to my parents' house, my mom and, and stepdad in Iowa. It was just the four of us. Well, and our two dogs, of course. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have a bunch of people, uh, but this time it was just the four of us. So it was nice. We... You know, we just very low key, very relaxed. A lot of uh, reading, catching nice. up. Uh, we have, we do have a little tradition that we do every year, no matter how many people are there, and that is we we each choose a dish to make and contribute to the meal. My parents usually make the turkey and um, the mashed potatoes, and we always choose a dish. and And of course, we made stuffing because I am a big stuffing fan. As Patrick Moffat put it last week, it's the secret weapon. Um, what is stuffing again? I don't think we ever. I'm not sure we ad- adequately answered that question, but go ahead, nonetheless. Well, this stuffing, it's this stuffing. Okay, originally it was called stuffing because they cook it in the bird. So it's stuffed in, in the bird the turkey. Yeah. Okay. So technically, we made dressing because it wasn't in the bird. We made it as mm. a separate dish, but it, it was craisin free. Sometimes you can put craisin in it, craisins in it, but it was craisin free. And I did not put cucumbers in it. Last week, I mentioned that I, you can put cucumbers in, in um, stuffing. And I was called out by Brad Weiss on that. He's like, cucumbers and stuffing? Ew. Well, <laughs> Is that a regional thing, maybe? No, no. I screwed it up because in my mind, I always get cu- cucumbers and celery mixed up. It's <laughs> it's celery that you put in stuffing. <laughs> okay, that may, that's a big difference. Yeah, okay. so we put celery in it, and we made. I thought bread. you were going to say cucumbers and pickles, and I was like, well, that's not much. No, yeah, cucumbers and celery. No, and we made we we made we made bread. We tried a new recipe that it, you mm-hmm. know, incidentally, Brad Weiss turned me on to. And despite the bread not rising, and we didn't follow the recipe exactly, it was quite good. Um, 
<laughs> wait, wait a minute. The bread didn't rise very well. Maybe the bread didn't rise because you didn't follow the recipe. Exactly. And so okay. there there were, I'm not blaming Brad Weiss for this. Um, there were reviews about it uh, being a very forgiving recipe. And I would say mm. that it is a very forgiving recipe. And uh, definitely we'll be having making that again for Christmas. So cool. thanks, Brad. So, so back to the stuffing. So far yes. you've told me what it's not and what's not in it. It's basically bread, bread crumbs. Okay. And then you throw in, oh, you can throw in lots of different things. Meat, no meat, not cucumbers, but celery, celery. onions, craisins, uh, chasins. So what did, what did you put in your, I guess, dressing since it wasn't stuffed into the turkey? Yes, we put, okay. it was very, my, my, we didn't put a lot in. Bread, mm-hmm. onions, sausage, celery, and... um I think that was about it. It was pretty basic this year. Hmm, that sounds all right. It was okay. It wasn't great. I don't think we'll make it again. Okay. <laughs> but we will make the bread again. And so then, what kind of bread is this? Is this a specific recipe? Is it called something in particular? It is. Um, oh, it's like a, it's a long um, process. You have to let it rise for 24 hours. Oh, wow. This is real bread. Real bread. And... Um, I think it's called no need bread. Oh, and is it, that supposed to be like a pun? Because <laughs> that fits with Brad suggesting that. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's spelled K N E A D, and the point mm-hmm. is that you actually don't need it. But you also don't really need it. Uh, well, I need it because I'd like oh, to okay. have bread. Okay, yeah, I like bread too. Yeah, um, but. It's a it's a New York Mark Bittman I think is the the gentleman from the New York Times. He's a famous minimalist cooker. Cook, oh, cool. I guess is the proper term. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we can tweet that recipe out because I it was really awesome. good. Sweet. Yeah, that's um, it. Yeah, it it was really good. But um we didn't put any craisins in that either. Okay. Now, do you have like a bread maker? You remember that was all the rage, you know, 15, 20 years ago? I don't have a bread maker, but my parents do. And they, in fact, made bread the day after Thanksgiving in mm. the bread maker. So, I think I've used that. We had one for like, we got one when we got married, Dan and I. I think we use it like once or twice. That's it, <laughs> it's huh? Just, it's just like one of those things where, you know, it's one of those appliances, little small kitchen countertop appliances that seemed like everybody had in the mid, late 90s, early 2000s. And... I don't really know of a whole lot of people who use it on a regular basis. It's just kind of one of these things that came and went as a product of the time, I guess. Well, um, my brother and his wife have one, and they use it almost daily. I mean, almost weekly. Oh, wow. And the, so same, thing the with my, same thing with my parents. They use it almost weekly as well. Hmm. So it's a big deal at our household. Cool. But I mean, because I like bread. But, you know, I mean, I just went to the store and bought it. Yeah. Well, we may be outliers, not you. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm the weird one on almost everything. Um, but then for you know for for Thanksgiving or for dessert, mm-hmm. we usually my birthday usually falls around Thanksgiving. This year was the day before, so we mm-hmm. always we always celebrate my birthday on Thanksgiving. So instead of like a pumpkin pie or pecan pie, we have my favorite, Mama's homemade brownies and hot fudge sauce with ice cream. Oh wow! It was delightful. That sounds awesome. Yeah, and plus I don't really like pumpkin pie and pecan pie. You know, we talked about nuts in things. 
It's okay, how about, but how about pumpkin cheesecake ice cream? <laughs> no, I well, I can't say I don't like it. I just don't feel like I need to try that. I can pretty much say I don't like it, okay. but I, I can appreciate those that do. I, I know some. I might know somebody that likes that. I think I think somebody was on here once that said they liked it. I think you're right. I can't remember his name. Me though. either. Hmm. And speaking of craisins, <clears throat> yes, we have gotten a lot of feedback about craisins. Oh yes. Oh, since the since last week, mm-hmm. um, there people saying giving us definitions of what craisins are, mm-hmm. and perhaps the most um, thorough response we got was from Matt Vogel mm-hmm. from Coventry, Connecticut. He says, "I might not be the first to send you this information," and he he wasn't. Um, we got a couple of tweets about it, but I thought I'd try and clear up your questions about the name craisin. When Ocean Spray, the cranberry people, decided to market dried cranberries, they launched them with the brand name Craisins. Think of Frisbees or Band-Aids. To the best of my knowledge, except for raisins, dried fruits are simply dried blueberries, dried cherries, dried apricots, etc., and not blazins, chasins. Or I have no idea how apricots would follow that pattern. I hope this helps, Matt Vogel. First, I will say... Appraisins. Appraisins, yep. And I really want to try some blazins. That it, sounds pretty good. Blazins sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, I, I hope that some company does come up with those names. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that there are many vape shops that have flavors named blazins. Yeah. And, and you know, we got a tweet from John Miller, who's who uh-huh. he was saying that Massachusetts, I think, was the second top producing cranberry state. Oh, wow. Second only to Wisconsin. And I can vouch for Wisconsin. Um, there's a certain part of Wisconsin that you drive by, drive through and all you see are cranberry bogs. And it's pretty cool. Really? That's, um, that's unusual because I think of cheese. Cheese is one of them. And speaking of cheese, yeah. Todd Takei, at Tooth Takei, T-A-K-E-I, mm-hmm. tweeted us and said, the food, and he's from uh, Wisconsin, I believe. He lives in Kentucky now, but he's from Wisconsin. Oh, cool. He says, the food that doesn't last in our house is real Wisconsin cheese curds. Squeakier, the better. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, explain to me the squeakier part. Um, I'm not from that part of the world. The, the cheese curds that come from uh, Wisconsin, the ones that I've had, and apparently mm. the ones that Todd has had, literally, you put them, you put them in your mouth and they squeak. Uh, oh, wow. You move them around your mouth, and if you don't chomp on them and rip into the cheese curd if you're just kind of swishing them they will squeak is it because of the texture uh i think so or the i don't know because a lot of people like these cheese curds and i i think they're fine but they're not i'm a little indifferent on them but a lot of people love the squeaky cheese curds and todd's one of them i need to check those out because i that's something that i haven't ever experienced well i have very close access to these cheese curds Oh, okay. Um, and we usually buy them when we drive through. There's a town close to us that makes, uh, that, that has a huge creamery in town. And it's a really small mm. town, but it's got great cheese food. Wow. Well, you're talking about craisins before, and I really like the Twitter exchange about all that stuff. I highly recommend anybody who's interested in this go check it out because Patrick and uh, Jen uh, tweeted about, we're tweeting back and forth about this crazy, craisin discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I liked was Jen saying, how do you have small children in your house and not know what a craisin is? Yeah. And of course, you know, my response is, 
I'm not a monster. I'm not feeding kids dried fruit as a snack because, I mean, come on, who wants that? <laughs> but I did. I was corrected um, by the person to whom I'm related by marriage who basically said, by the way, when you reached in the cabinet to get that box of cereal two, two days ago, you had to move a pack of craisins out of the way <laughs> to get to the cereal. And I did not even realize it. So you've got so, craisins in your cupboard too. There are craisins. The craisins have infected my house and I didn't even know it. So <laughs> well, I've probably eaten them before is what she said. So she, she goes, you, I'm sure you've eaten them before. Well, you and probably like, have. Didn't you tell so, me last week that you liked pineapple, dried pineapple? I do actually like dried pineapple, but that's the only dried fruit that I really like. So, but yeah, I've probably eaten, actually eaten craisins and still could not remember or it just blocked it from my mind. So that must, that that naturally, instinctively tells me how bad they must be if I have actually had them before and my mind said, no, I'm blocking this off. I, I can't remember this. It's too, too traumatic of an experience. So I can't even remember what they are and that they exist in the first place. <laughs> or you, you maybe just didn't notice them, which happens to me a lot. I don't seem yes. to notice things that are right in front of my face. And I search and search. I'm like, where, like, where's my Burt's Bees chapstick? And yeah. it's right there. Yeah. And it's pointed out to me, um, stop. It's fine. We'll find it. Oh, look, it's right there. So <laughs> it may be that you just don't notice things. Or, That's true. And, and uh, if you actually physically had to move the craisins out of the way, I, I don't know if that counts so much as not noticing. Sounds I must something. have, because she said they were sitting right in front of the cabinet, right in front of the boxes of cereal that I eat on a daily basis. I eat a bowl of cereal every day. <laughs> and she said, you had to have moved it out of the way for many days in a row <laughs> to get to the boxes of cereal. Well, they're not, it tells me <clears throat> that they're not even worth your notice. Like, you just, Absolutely. you just don't even notice them. They're dead to me. <laughs> they're, they're definitely dead to, dead to you. Yeah. But she definitely called you out. Oh yeah, I'm, I, that's why she that's why she tweeted out trying not to comment. Yeah. on Twitter. That's so funny. I appreciate the restraint, but I will say that yes, I am an idiot and I own up to that. <laughs> so, did you have any cranberry or craisins? You said you didn't have craisins in the stuffing or dressing. I think it would be technically. Yeah. Um, did you have any other cranberry dish for Thanksgiving or anything like that? Uh, yes, the cranberry dish was on the table, but mm -hmm. I did not scoop any out onto my plate yeah i don't either i'm was not a cranberry was it like fan. the can where like you pop it out of the can oh, and no. it stays the can shape no no that that was made by my parents and oh that's i don't know that that's they take i think they take a bag of cranberries and boil it so they make it hmm. but i don't like it so i don't eat it yeah i'm not i'm not in but any, that's any, any of that stuff that ends up on the table Every Thanksgiving and every Christmas, somebody makes it. And most people like it. I just don't. And no, we didn't have any craisins in anything except for the day after Thanksgiving. My mom made some rice and craisin dish that she was testing out on us for uh, for someone else. And she wanted our honest opinions. And it actually wasn't bad. Oh, I think you tweeted a picture about that, didn't I you? I did. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Those were craisins in there. Wow. Yeah. Which we buy for her. Every time she needs them in bulk from Costco. So you can get bulk craisins yeah, at Costco. Yes, you can. And I get a phone call. If the next time you go to Costco, could you please pick up another bag of craisins? Did they not have a Costco? No, nowhere near. Oh, okay. Nowhere near. 
Your birthday was the day before Thanksgiving, is that what you said? Yes, it was the day before Thanksgiving. Well, happy belated birthday for me. Thank you. And that's the most enthusiastic I get about anybody's birthday, including my own. But um, did you have a party or celebrate it in any other way, your birthday? Well, I'm usually the same way. I don't I don't really make a big deal out of my birthday. Usually, I guess because mm-hmm. it's usually, it's not usually, it's always on Thanksgiving or around Thanksgiving. So it's basically, okay, have your... Um, Here's your brownies, and um, then we move on. You know, it's let's eat the turkey. Yeah, let's eat the turkey. It's fine. I don't. I've never been one to want to celebrate my birthday, but this year, I guess, was a milestone. So I turned forty. Uh oh. I'm a man. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got that joke a lot on Twitter. <laughs> that was the perfect inflection right there. Yeah. A man. <laughs> uh, but. So the person to whom I'm related <laughs> by marriage insisted I was having a birthday. Because it was the it, a birthday party, a I should say. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, okay. <laughs> because it I'm was glad you fixed well, that. the the alternative to having a birthday is not good. Um, yeah, insisted I was having a party because okay. it was the big four zero. So any, I can see that anybody who knows me, it's knows that it's a pretty. They know that I am not a big surprise person, so any type of surprise party wouldn't have probably turned out very well for me. Oh, I'm absolutely with you on that. Mm-hmm. So we did sort of a semi-surprise party where I created the guest list, but that was it. I didn't do the inviting, and I didn't know who was coming for sure. You didn't know when they were going to jump out and scare you? No. I knew when they... The surprise ended when they walked through the door. I knew, <laughs> oh, so you knew when it yeah. was. Okay. So that type of surprise I can handle. Mm-hmm. And it was nice. We went bowling, and that's cool. an activity that it was clear that none of us um, really do that often, because the <laughs> highest score was like... Among the 15 or so that were there was like 112, I think. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. But it was a nice time. And I I was very happy that I agreed to let the party uh, proceed. Um, It was fun. Most people came from distances over an hour. There's only one person that lives in the same town as us. And they came um, too, which I appreciate everybody who came. But there were parting gifts. So, first of all, we said, I said, no gifts, please. And I really wasn't expecting gifts. But of course, people brought gifts, which was very nice. Um, but then the, there were parting gifts. So. Like gifts from you to them? Not to, to the party organizer. Oh. So let me back up a little bit. So Brad Weiss, I think you probably saw this on Twitter. Yes. He. He came to the party, and I knew he was going to be in Minnesota that week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I threw him on the guest list because I knew he'd be here. I wasn't going mm-hmm. to invite anybody like you and make you feel like, <laughs> oh, maybe I should fly to Minneapolis. <laughs> so, uh, it, yeah, I think he told us when he was on the podcast uh, a month or so ago that he was going to be there at that around that time. Yes, when that, when that, when he, yeah. yeah. So I knew I he was coming, that. and I was planning on getting together with him. But then this party mm-hmm. started to um form and it ended up being that same weekend so it was the weekend before my birthday week uh the 23rd is my birthday but anyway so brad was in minneapolis for um an art or an anthropology conference already Mm -hmm. but he he rented a car and he came down drove it's about an hour hour and 15 minutes away and uh it was very nice to see him and that he came and we had a great time he was the only male there uh so he he was well. I mean, you you were forty, so that's true. Two of us. 
Okay. <laughs> and um, so I'm sorry, you weren't you weren't forty yet because it was before. That's you true. Dead. I wasn't. So you're right. The first time. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, yeah. and, and and so Brad hadn't met any of these people, obviously. It you know, mm-hmm. and so it was really a good time. And then a few of us went after bowling. A few of us went out for drinks, and Brad was among them, and we just had a really nice time. But he, awesome. I think he tweeted out that he got um, a parting gift. So everybody there got something. And he tweeted out what he called it as his Minnesota nice gift for being mediocre at bowling. <laughs> I saw that. And, and I think it was, he. I think he got the most spares. And I think that's how he huh. ended up getting it. It was a nice fleece winter hat, which he used because it was really cold that night. And he, I don't think he was ready for that coming from Virginia. No, I would not have been prepared for winter hat weather if, I, if that was me. Yeah. Because it was like 85 degrees where I am yesterday. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have been prepared because it was the coldest day we'd had. We'd had the previous day was 55 degrees, and then this was like 28, 30. It was very cold and windy. That was the high? Yeah, it was really, really windy, yeah. So it was really nice, and yes, so I don't anticipate having one of these parties again, uh, Mm -hmm. maybe when I'm 50, but I don't know. But it was nice to have everybody there, and uh, we did have a nice party. I did cool. not bowl 112. I was not the high score. Do you remember what you bowled? Oh, God, it wasn't even 100. 97, maybe. Uh, and I, I, I don't bowl. I think I, it's been five years since I went bowling. But usually mm-hmm. I get over 100. So it was a bad night for me. I wasn't bowling well. It's getting old. And I That's was, I will admit that I was sore. <laughs> sore the next day from bowling? Yes. <laughs> so I could tell, I could start feeling my age. Yeah, you get over 40 and everything falls apart. Yep. Um, but, you know, sp- speaking of Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. and all of that, there's also Black Friday and Cyber yes. Monday. Now, we know that Tony Kornheiser has crazy obsessions with Black Friday shopping. How about you and your family? Zero. <laughs> Zero, yeah. I avoid as much as I can. I, I avoid shopping in general, mm-hmm. like even on regular days. I try not to go. I, I've sworn that I will never go to Walmart ever again in my entire life. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, places like Target or, you know, just any any place, like going to a mall, I just tried absolutely as much as possible try to avoid any of it. So certainly on huge shopping days like Black Friday, I no, I sold everything online. So the deals are not good. They're not good enough for you no matter what to brave going out into the store. They couldn't give me stuff and pay me money to come there, to go there, to get that stuff. <laughs> oh, that's how I feel. I've never done Black Friday um, in a traditional store. I never no. will. Um, but we did do a little Black Friday shopping online, which apparently was a huge deal this year. Record numbers. Wow. And then Cyber Monday was even more uh, of a huge deal. And I ordered a few things on Cyber Monday. But I was trying to find... Uh, something for myself, an entry-level camera, DSLR, mm-hmm. yep. uh, with Wi-Fi and something cheap enough that it still has Wi-Fi. Anyway, uh, I found a couple, but the reviews weren't great, and I just couldn't pull the trigger. So now I'm back to having to find something and pay full price. Yeah, that's that's the that's the difficult part is trying to find something that's in stock still. If it's a good deal, it's usually going to go out of stock, even the online stuff, mm-hmm. especially on Amazon. Yes. Like, I was going to order, my kids don't listen to this, so I can say, um, I was for Christmas, I was going to order my son one of those uh, little mini Nintendo. Oh, yeah, they are that hot. That just came out. I, I got the email from Amazon saying, hey, it's going to be going on sale at 2 p.m. 
Pacific time on this day, whatever November, whatever, whatever day it was. And I was like, okay, so I'm gonna go there. And I went to the page and basically Amazon crashed. Like yeah, the whole I website bet. was like unavailable for like 10 minutes and then everything was gone. So can't find them anywhere. Yeah, that's and they they released a couple of weeks before that too, didn't they? And is this the uh, second yeah. second go around of those? Yeah, the second time through, just gone instantly. So I, I, they may or may not get one for Christmas, but you know. Have you seen them? They're so cute. Yeah, you can put them in your hand. Yeah, they're so cute. I didn't even know they existed until we went to a friend's house that the day they came out, and apparently he got up at four in the morning and sat in Target's parking lot and got uh, the second one. <laughs> See, I, I love my kids, but not that much. Yeah. Oh, he got it for himself. Okay. <laughs> I don't even love myself that much. Uh, but anyway, so if anybody knows of an entry-level camera um, hmm. and somebody that is takes photos with DSLR cameras, if you have any suggestions for something cheap but good, let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mentioned online shopping. That's how we both like to do it. Neither one of us likes yes. to shop. Right. Um, so have you Being done the any introverts that we are right? D- have you done any online shopping besides the, the Nintendo debacle? Actually, I have, uh, right after Thanksgiving, we came back and discovered that cause we went to see my parents for Thanksgiving in another state and we came back on Friday and discovered that Amazon prime now has Amazon prime now where we live in our oh, zip code. I've heard of that, which is a life changer. If you don't like to go to stores and buy things, it's like the red zone for NFL football. It really is. It's 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 very comparable to that okay. because um, you can go online and it's a different set of products, but it's a pretty large amount of stuff that you can pick and you put in your cart and you order it and they deliver it to you for free within two hours. Oh my god! So they bring it to your right to your right to your door within two hours. That so is I'm a game like, changer. Yeah, I, I got back and I'm like, I need to back up some of this these project files that I've been working on for my computer and it's going to be about a hundred gigs of stuff. And I was like, well, I could order this. Cause I was looking at the black Friday deals online to like order a, you know, an SSD or another hard drive to back up onto something that's kind of fast. Mm-hmm. And everything was basically either sold out or was going to take, you know, like an extra week to get it because it was, you know, you know, back ordered that kind of thing. And so I found this thing on Amazon prime. Now it's just a USB stick, but it's 128 gigs. And it's like 20 bucks. I was like, yeah, so I ordered it that night. Within like a couple hours, it was at my house. The guy shows up and he's like, here you go. So, oh. and of course my kid was like, can you go to order me some graham crackers? I was like, yeah. So I put some graham crackers in there and Deanna was like, hey, I'm kind of thirsty. Can you get a bottle of water? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I just throw a bottle of water in there. And it's like the guy comes to my door with a bag that has a USB memory stick, a box of Teddy Graham's graham crackers and a bottle of water. <laughs> so... Wow. It was free to deliver. All right, so. so I've got a few questions. First of all, all well, right. first is just a comment. Yes. That this can only be available in big cities, right? Uh yeah. It started out in San Francisco and it's really only where Amazon has like a major warehouse, yeah. which there's a major warehouse within probably 5-10 miles from my house. So I would never be able to unless I mean maybe 50 years from now. I may <laughs> well, be. I would say it's going to be faster than that, the way they're going. Okay, because that... You may, have, you may have an unpiloted drone fly over your house and drop parachute it into your house, That's into true. your yard, but it's going to happen, I think, everywhere at some point. And so now my questions start. Do you... Mm-hmm. Um, so you've said you've got graham crackers and water. Mm-hmm. And a Are the, USB And, and the USB. Drive. Now, the USB, yeah. $20, that sounds reasonable. Was the, yeah, it was a good deal. Was the graham cracker... Were the graham crackers and water marked up? 
No, cheaper than what I would go and drive to the store and get on sale, basically. Cheaper than that. So what's the downfall? What's the downside, I guess? I guess that everything local goes out of business. Yeah, that is a big and, downside. And people yeah. are locked and people never have to leave their houses again. <laughs> That's true. Which, I mean, it's only, only a minor downside, you know, the downfall of society. <laughs> right. But, but hey, really, you don't have to leave your house. It's worth it that I don't have to leave my house. Yeah, I, I'm willing to risk that. Oh, that's I I I I'm gonna even I'm gonna try not to get too jealous because I oh, it's awesome. I can't get that here. I bet it's you they really can in awesome. the Twin Cities. Um, if you go, I think it's Amazon Prime now, or if you Google Amazon Prime now, it'll it tells you the places that it's located currently. Okay. Uh, and it's. I think I only saw like five or six places on there. Okay, so it's probably not in Minneapolis. Nah, I'm not sure. It depends. On, it's kind of like depends on where they have a major distribution yeah. place. I mean, literally, well, the coolest thing was when I ordered it, it's like, do you want them to text you or do you just want them to drop it off at the door? So you can tell them to drop it off at the door and they just knock on the door and leave. And you never even have to have any kind of human interaction, which I was like, that's kind of weird. So I want to talk. I want to you know, say thanks to the guy. Yeah. And, um, you know, I tipped him and everything. And they don't accept tips in person, so you kind of tip it when you're placing the order. Oh. And then you can change that within 24 hours of the order being delivered. So, like, if you want to give them more tip or you want to give them less tip, you know, whatever. I, I, I tip I pretty much set good amount no matter what all the time just because I'm like, hey, they're, they're doing this job. Unless they throw it at me and curse me when I'm, you know, opening the door, I'm going to give them a good tip. I don't really care. Wow, so, that's pretty smart. To allow you to tip yes. them and then to allow you to 24 hours to change it. Yes, and they don't accept any tips in person, which I also think is good mm-hmm. because then you don't feel pressured ever. And I don't even know if they know if you tipped them or not before they drop it off. Oh, I'm sure they do afterwards because, yeah. you know, they get, yeah. the, get the money. But And who knows, Amazon may be keeping this money and just saying, hey, we're, this is 100% going to their tip, and they just may be pocketing it. But anyway, that's how maybe they're paying for the, <laughs> for the discount on the prices. Yeah. But – the cool thing is when you order it, when you place the order, it pulls up a map. It looks like a Google map, like a GPS thing, and it shows your location, the address that you're having to deliver it to, and it shows the GPS on the, the, the person who's delivering it. Oh, wow. So it shows them at the warehouse, and then when they leave the warehouse, it sends you a text to whatever number you want, and it says, hey, such and such has left the warehouse with your items, should be arriving in, and it puts an you know, estimated time. And it said like 15 minutes. And so I'm watching that map on my computer on in the browser, and it's like the guys. I can see, you know, like like when you look on a map and you route it out, and you can see you like your little dot moving towards the destination. Yeah. I can see that of the guy coming to my house. Wow! You, so, did you feel like you were inside of like a spy movie? It felt like you know, the sir, future. he's approaching your street. Sir, yes. he's coming right now. He's at the door. <laughs> T minus three seconds. Yeah. It's, it was really like, so when it got, when the dot got to my house, I just kind of kept it open on another display uh-huh. when I was doing other work. So when the dot got to where my location, I walked down to the door, opened the door. The guy was walking up to my door, wow. handed it to me. I said, thanks. That's crazy. Now, if you, it doesn't sound like it'd be a good deal for people that want to be off the grid. No, because they know where you are. But yeah. I mean, come on, there's no off the grid there, now there with isn't. any kind of internet connection or cell phone or anything anymore. Just give that up. There isn't. So if anybody else has Amazon Prime now, let us know. That's pretty interesting to me. I would like to know the craziest thing someone who has ordered from it. Yeah, good idea. That we that may that, that listens to this because I'm sure I could Google and figure it out. But there's if you go to Amazon Prime now, I think you can view the stuff and it's you can order any kind of groceries. You can order food from a restaurant, and they'll go pick it up and deliver it to you. 
Oh, wow. It's, I'm serious. If, if this continues and it doesn't like, they they don't ramp the price up. Like maybe this is some introductory thing. Yeah. Cause it says free delivery on forever. Um, if that continues, then I mean, I wouldn't have any problem just saying, Hey, you know, you know, my daily, you know, Coke that I go out and buy. Uh huh. Hey, just deliver one to my house and just schedule it in there every afternoon at two o'clock, drop it off at my house. Awesome. I am. That would be so great. I am planning my way towards social isolation, <laughs> and I could not be happier about it. Planting, planning your way towards social isolation, one Coke at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of Thanksgiving, how was yours? That's all right. We ate. <laughs> and that wraps up our weekend review for this week. We hope you had an enjoyable Thanksgiving, if you celebrate Thanksgiving. I think everybody celebrates Thanksgiving, right? It's just eating food, being thankful. That's good for everybody. Anyway, here's some more pronunciations or pronunciations. How do you, what? We have, I don't know. And speaking of pronunciations, or what we say, or how we say them, or what did she say? Pronunciations. <laughs> pronunciations. Pronunciations. Um, John Miller mm-hmm. tweeted us and at JKM563. He, he tweeted us at Speak Tangents. Uh, this was in response to um, a word we did a couple weeks back now, I think. Uh, drowning. And oh, yeah. he says, yes, sometimes we do put a D in that word. And so there was, I think it was that I mentioned that uh, Joey McIntyre of New Kids on the Block, Block said, oh, yeah. drowning, right. drowning. And, and John, who's from Massachusetts, mm-hmm. confirmed that sometimes they do put a D in, in that word. So thanks, John. Sense. So it wasn't just Joey McIntyre. No, it's entirely all the mass holes out there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, so for this week, there's a couple, we've got a few more words. Um, The first one is, uh, I guess, the location, the continent where the South Pole is located. Antarctica. Yes. And you pronounced it, I think, the way it's intended to be pronounced. I'm sounding it out. I mean, A-N-T. I think I know the other way that you're going to say that you've heard it. The way that I say it? Oh, oh, I haven't heard, that's right. Say it. I haven't heard you say it. I usually say Antarctica. Ah, so you're leaving out the T. And the C. Wow. The middle okay, that, C. That is a different one because I've heard Antarctica. I think you're right. Yeah, that, ha- that has to be the way because I, I was going to say I've, I thought I've heard it leaving out the T but not the C, but I don't think I could actually say it that way if I tried to. Well, sometimes I will say Antar- Antar- Antarctica. No, I, I must leave the T off because Antarctica. It's usually See, it's, it, I I view it as the problem being the C is missing, so I don't uh-huh. I don't go Antarctica. But do I say Antarctica? I guess I say Antarctica, Antarctica. So there's kind of a T in there, but I definitely leave the C off. Hmm. And and the reason this ca- came up is that my my stepbrother, who was in Antarctica for yeah. thirteen months, just returned. Um, and 
he's he'd been blogging about his experience uh, to family members, mm-hmm. so we could kind of keep track of him. He was down there for a National Science Foundation pro- program. Yeah, that's very cool. And he was down there for thirteen months, and he had been applying to to go there for seven years, and finally he got wow. he he was accepted. Um, but he was blogging, so I was just always reading Antarctica. But then when I talked to him on the phone when he returned. Uh, they, he and his girlfriend were both saying Antarctica, very enunciated. And yeah. I'm, and then I realized, yeah, I'm probably not that great with pronouncing this word. Well, so, I'll say that the person who's actually been there and was there for 13 months is the expert. Yeah. So we'll go with him. But you know what they, you know, they call it though. They don't call it Antarctica at all. They call it, they don't call it South Pole. They call it Pole. Here at Pole. <laughs> So it's like they're the only that small group that can be there, and I'm talking forty people tops. Oh yeah, it's it's very minimal. Uh, yeah, very minimal, very cold, very isolated. So I, I can imagine um, now being gone for thirteen months in that environment, and coming back to a big city, and the one he lives in a big city mm-hmm. would be tough. Be a, yeah. a tough transition. You need to ask him if they watched the thing, John Carpenter's the thing, while they were there on a regular basis. Um, he blogged about all of the movies and shows he watched while he was down there, and mm-hmm. I'd be shocked if the thing isn't on the list, but I'll check it. Because it, yes. it was so long. It was like 30 years worth of movies that would take me to watch all these shows. Wow. And he said he watched all five seasons of The Wire. And I, I said, well, you know, because I've been trying to get him to watch The Wire for years. Yeah. And I said, if I would have known that it, all it would take was send you down there, I would have to- sent you down to Antarctica a long time ago. <laughs> so he's he's basically one upping one of our listeners, Anita from Alaska. Yes, who does some work up in uh, inside the Arctic Circle, which I've actually been to that location. Um, That's right. Ago, yes, when I was working there years ago, before I had no idea, you know, didn't realize that Anita was even there until you know a couple years ago at Jingle, the first Jingle Fest, uh-huh. we talking, and she's like, "Yeah, hey, I work here," and I'm like, "Wait a minute, I've been there." And that's Which was pretty insane. rare, yeah. Yeah. So, he, but he's going one up on that. He's actually going to the pole. At, at um, pole. Cool. At pole. Pole. I don't think I could say that if I was there. No. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I think they do, but I don't think it's good for outsiders to try to to say it. Okay. The next two words, uh-huh. Luke Overby suggested. Oh. And um. So the first, also known as Lyle Overbay, for those of you who might have been confused true. by his oh, real name. Thank you for clarifying that. No, um, no problem. So the first one is T I N D E R. Okay. So that's um, referring to the um, dating dating app, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tinder. Tinder, right? That's how I yep. say it. Mm-hmm. Well, he said that his brother-in-law and his girlfriend pronounce it tender as in like gentle or soft yeah like tender loving care hmm what is the what's how do you spell like legal tender is that t-e-n-d-i-r or is that t-i-n-d-e-r t-e-n legal tender yeah so so these are all homophones so they've been used to hearing those other two words and then are just kind of you know, migrating that to T-I-N? I'm sure. And and he said they also say that the word T-I-N and T-E-N are pronounced the same. Tin and ten. Oh, 
Oh, so it's an accent thing. It must be. Um, it reminds me of when we talked way back about Kindle versus Kindling. Kindling, yep. Kindling. Yep. It's kind of that same thing. And I wonder if Tinder got started, uh, if they had that in mind with Tender. Hmm. Like they couldn't, they didn't want to call it Tender, so they called it Tinder. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Your silence at the other one makes me think that that makes no sense at all, which is perfect I'm to, I'm, for I'm this just trying podcast. To process, I'm just trying to process <laughs> that in my head. Um, and I didn't even know Tinder. This is this is maybe reflects on my age now. You know, I'm forty now, uh-huh. but I didn't even know Tinder and what it, I didn't even know it existed. I have never actually seen that app. I've heard people joke, so I know the swipe. This is a swipe left, swipe right one, right? Uh, I don't even know that. All right, I've heard people joke about that. Um, swipe left means you like them and swipe. Oh, don't ask me that. Oh, I have okay. no idea. I, I've just heard people say swipe right or swipe left in referring to whether they agree with something or disagree with it. And I'm like, you're not helping me. That I don't right. use Tinder. I don't know. I don't know which is which. So you're not you're not making it more clear to me what you're trying to say by using some social media thing to. Tell me your opinion when you could just say yes or no. <laughs> yeah. Which I've had people do that in person to me before, which is like, what? They'd be like, I'm, I just swipe left on that thing oh, about no. some, some, you know, microphone or some pro, some musical instrument. And I'm like, what? Okay. okay. <laughs> swipe left. I guess swipe left in the email means delete. So maybe okay. that makes sense. I'll swipe left on that one. Hmm. I don't want that musical instrument. So on Tinder, if you swipe left, that means that you you're not interested in that. You're person. discarding that person. You're not interested. Or in that been person. there, done that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I didn't even think about that, that, that. That it could be that. What if? What if you're on Tinder? And here's how I understand this is this is going to be an old man that doesn't has never used Tinder trying to explain how Tinder works. So this should be real interesting. Okay. Um, by interested, I mean awful. So the way the, what I gather from Tinder is it's an app. And it's like the old, do you remember that there was a website called Hot or Not? No. Years ago? It was like one of the very first websites, like in the late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. Where when I was in college, we would go in and we would laugh at it. Because people would post a picture, and the idea was to post a picture of yourself, and just random people, and you'd click through, and it just randomly fed up pictures of like, you know, millions of people. And you would click yes or no, hot or not. Uh, and it would feed into the person's score, and it would give that person that feedback. Now, they wouldn't have any idea who was giving them the feedback. It was just like basically just rating a picture. Uh-huh. And the ratings, it was a binary rating. <laughs> so it was zero or one, uh, hot or not, yes or no. Now, Jason. I guess swipe left or swipe right. What? You do not need to, and you do not need to clarify what binary is anymore for me. <laughs> okay. Because I know. Of course. <laughs> zero or one. <laughs> <laughs> Zero one. It's on or it's off. So um By the so, way, what you're speaking about, this hot or not? Yeah. This is exactly the way Facebook was started, am I right? Exactly. That's that's what I was gonna get oh, to. Okay. It, it kind of fed into what Facebook was, which I mean, according to if the social was it the social network? Is that the name of the movie? Social network starring Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I wouldn't say starring Justin Timberlake, <laughs> but I'll give you that one. Okay. <laughs> so um the the way that Facebook, I, according to the movie, this is this is all the information I have is based on movies and what 
just random people say on the internet. So bear with me. Okay. But so that's how kind of fed into Facebook of, hey, face, look at this person's face. Mm-hmm. Do you like this person? Do you think this person is attractive or not? Hot or not? Yep. And that kind of started that. Well, to me, that's what I view Tinder as from my old man looking back, just hearing anecdotes and seeing random stuff, clips of information, these little streams of information on the internet about it, where it's a picture of a person comes up and you swipe left or right, whichever is the, yes, I'm attracted to this person or no. And then it sends, it sends your picture to that person. Is that how it works? Uh, maybe. I mean, and then that person can say yes or no. And if they, if you both say yes, then it like connects you to like a chat or something maybe, or like send your, send your address. I I don't know. I hope, I would hope not, but. Well, I would hope that it also had a little bit of profile information or is it just a picture? I have no idea. I thought it was just a picture. Well, because you know, the Tinder has a wide reputation as the hookup app. Oh, okay. It's really yeah. not. Yeah. I guess it's a dating app, but I've heard of it as just being. It's a dating hookup. in the loosest of terms. Right. Yes. And also, the fire starter, Luke writes, is Tinder a fire starter? Oh, yes. Tinder and Kindling. Same or thing. Kindling are the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I was okay. getting around to, well, too, because it's, well, it's also wraps back around to our Kindle discussion. That's why I was quiet before when you were talking about yes. that, because I was thinking, okay, how can I say this? That makes way more sense that they'd call it Tinder, <laughs> not yeah, Tinder. Yeah. You're, you're starting, starting fire. fires. Hot or not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kindle this relationship. And speaking of. Kindle this one yes. night stand, I think is more like what it's about. And of course, they can't call it Kindle because Kindle was taken by Amazon. Mm-hmm. So well, Tinder then, then or you have, Tender. Then you have, the, you have the Kindle Fire, which is the, yes. the next iteration of the Amazon Kindle tablet. So what? So maybe Kindle Fire really, or Kindle really is a dating app. <laughs> I hope not because I bought one for my five-year-old daughter for Christmas. Exactly. It's uh, a kid's version. It's got like it's going to have this like pink case around it and everything. Well. Oh, speaking of that. Yes. I will tell you what she said to me the other day. She got this uh, ring, this like fake, you know, plastic jewelry ring out of this what they call the treasure box in her class because she was good one day, mm-hmm. and so the teacher let her get this little. You know, it's just a bunch of junk they just pick out, and she loved it. She was wearing it, worth the whole weekend. We were in the car driving, and she says, "Dad, this is the ring that I'm going to wear on my marrying day when I get married." <laughs> and I went, "Okay," and I said, "Well, you're five years old. You got a long time for that. Let's let's put this off, you know, as long as possible." <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I can't handle this right now. But then I said, so who do you think you're going to marry just to see, hear something ridiculous come out of her mouth? And she said, I can't marry my brother, can I? I said, nope, nope, you cannot. <laughs> nope, nope. And she goes, okay, then I guess it just has to be somebody who likes to hug and kiss a lot. Oh. And I went, okay. <laughs> I said, but wait till you're older for that. Well, first of much, all. Much, much older. Or I'm dead, one or the other. It sounds like, um, first of all, marrying day is a great term. Yes. Instead <laughs> of wedding, wedding day, marrying day. Marrying day. I like that a lot. And then, well, the other time she said, the other time she brought it up, she goes, at the marrying time. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, that makes sense too. Yeah, it's, it, does. it all works. Um, so did you write that in your notebook? Actually, my notebook is full. I need another notebook. So I have it on a scrap of paper somewhere. 
Okay. Well, I was just saying you I I recommended a few weeks ago where you could get a good notebook. That's very true. Juniper Berry and Etsy. I looked at those. Those are those are awesome. I I wonder if I could talk her into making like a cool like more more manly. manly. Yeah. You like masculine. Yeah. Um, not that I'm opposed to flowers and rainbows and horseshoes and Well, there is a I feel um, like I'm listing lucky charms. Wait a minute. Yeah. There were some really cool designs on there. She's really really like really creative and I really liked her style. Um if she ever gets into custom orders, I might I might uh want to talk to her about making me one. But she does have some horses and hee-haw and giraffes on there if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, my daughter's Cowboy really stuff. into the giraffes. I actually might order one for her for uh for Christmas cuz I've been looking to get her something small. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, crazy expensive and that was good prices on mm-hmm. that stuff, so. Cool. Now the back the giraffe one she would like. Yeah, the giraffe was cool. Now back to Tinder, one more thing. Yes. I've like I said, I've always known it as being a hookup site of site of sorts. That's that's the impression that I get. But I do know one uh person who got married from Tinder. Really? They they met each other on Tinder and ended up getting married. See, that 20, 30 years ago, when the internet was, I mean, 30 years ago, there was no internet as we know it. But 20 years ago, when the internet was real new and everything, that was kind of a crazy thing or a weird thing. Or people oh, looked yeah. at you funny if you said we met on the internet. But now, in the last 15 years or so, it's I think that's more than normal. And if you met someone in a like in a bar or something like that, it's almost like, wait a minute. Yeah. You met somebody in person first? What are you talking about? Yeah, you're right. It so has that's become totally the, the normal thing now. Yep. And um, the other word that Luke recommended uh-huh. was uh, Thanksgiving-type meal. Uh, or maybe, I think. Okay, let me just say it. G- Stuffing. No, G-I-B. Dressing. Dressing. G-I-B-L-E-T-S. Oh, okay. I would say giblet. Interesting. I would say giblet. Oh, okay. See, this is where I I cross the Rubicon on the the G I words. Like what? Uh, is there any other word that comes to mind? Like um, what was that? You one? don't say giraffe, um, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> or jit out of here. <laughs> jit out of here. <laughs> Joe on, Joe on, continue. Yeah. No, I'm talking about gifts. Oh, gifts! Yes. Of course. Yes. <laughs> Gift or Jeff? Okay. Yes. Well, then why don't you say you should say giblet then? Because aren't you of? Aren't you in the gift camp? I am, but I'm also in the giraffe camp. Okay. Well, you're kind of a crossover then. Yeah. Well, aren't we all? Yes. So I would say giblet. You would say giblet. What yes. would everybody else say? We'll wait and see. I think majority of the people will say giblets. Really? Am mm-hmm. I I'm in the minority here too, as well as Antarctica? Oh, I don't know. I, I would say that most people probably say Antarctica. Oh, okay. They just so don't it. That's a hard word to enunciate completely. Yeah, that's why I took time and see if I probably if I didn't think about it, I would say Antarctica. But okay. if I but but when I'm actually it's it's kind of strange when you when you're asked to pronounce something. Right. I think you pronounce it differently sometimes, or I do anyway, pronounce it differently sometimes than you would if you're just reading it or just saying it in a normal flow of conversation. Yeah, you're probably right. And uh, that is uh, kind of, you, I guess you think about it more and you want to get it right. So you sound it out and just say it. Yep. I'm I'm actually phonetically reading it in my mind versus just saying the word. Yep. 
real thought um, this week or the last couple weeks after hearing Mr. Tony's obsession with counting. Yes. He, you know, he apparently will, when he gets nervous or when he gets anxious or when he's just doing nothing, he will count by twos, fours, and eights up to 20 and then start over. Mm -hmm. Um, He does it when he's on the elliptical instead of listening to a podcast or listening to music or watching TV. And I found that to be, so he would just go like 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 2, 4, 6, 8, and he just repeat. And mm-hmm. um, I found that to be interesting, strange maybe, uh, but it also made me think about, okay, what do I do counting wise? Mm-hmm. And I have something, I don't know how weird it is, but, and it's only with one thing and I don't know why I do it or where it came from, but I always count. When I am going upstairs or downstairs, as I'm as I'm ascending stairs, I'll say I'll count as I, my foot hits the stair. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, all the way up to the top. I don't go in twos, hmm. but maybe I would go in twos if I skip a stair. I was about to say, huh? Um, so, and I've try always wondered. Yeah, I will try it. I, I've always wondered. Don't fall down the stairs, though. Well, I am forty now. Um, yeah. I've always wondered, do other people count like that if they're doing something? Do they count? Well, obviously, Kornheiser counts mm-hmm. in a different sort of way. But I've always wondered that, but I've never wanted to say it out loud. So now Kornheiser's, <laughs> Kornheiser's really weird thing has given me the courage to say, That's cool. I count too. Yeah. I think everybody has some weird, like, not, not weird, just some different kind of thing that maybe is kind of, you know, you know, particularly suited to them that they do that they may think, oh, this is weird, so I'm not going to tell anybody this. But it kind of comes out, you know, if if they really thought about it, they'd be like, oh, yeah, I do this thing that's kind of, I'm not sure anybody else ever does this or mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Yep, those are those are real thoughts. <laughs> yeah, real thoughts. <laughs> and speaking of real thoughts, do you have any real thoughts for this week? Um, We, we were sending some stuff back and forth earlier, and I was – Talking about emojis and emoticons. Yes. Yep. And I'm. I think it's. I think it's interesting the distinction between people who use emojis and those who use emoticons, and how you have people who. I I recently was in a um, group text message with a bunch of people that I didn't really know. Know it was a was a you know music band kind of concert related thing. Oh, uh-huh. So yep. I didn't know I didn't have everybody's name and number in my phone, but oh. the person who was in charge of it did. So they sent out a group message to all the numbers. And so everybody's name, I knew that person's name, but the rest of the numbers and in, in the responses were all just showing up as their phone numbers. Yes. And so I'm going through this thing trying to figure out who is who. <laughs> by who which ones are using emojis and which ones are doing emoticons and which ones are doing nothing and which ones are using emojis and then explaining the emoji to the people who may not understand what the emoji is meaning to intend which kind of makes me think why you could have just left out the emoji and just explained it in the first place 
and not put the emoji in there. That's more work than actually putting the emoji in there. So it just kind of made me laugh. So I was able to actually determine, it was like 12 people on this list. I was able to, to get like eight or nine of them that responded based on, okay, which of these, part, which of these people as, you know, that you know, I've known them you know, maybe for a month, based on their personality, which one would use the emoticons, which one would use these particular emoticons, which one would use these emojis, which ones would use emojis and then explain the emojis or feel the need to explain the emoji to the people who may not understand the emojis, which is, or not use them, which is basically me. Yeah. That's- and so I was able to actually kind of determine who was who based on just the emoji and emoticon use, which I thought was interesting. Well, were you able to corroborate what you figured out? I mean, did Oh, yes. I went, I went the next time we had like a huge rehearsal and we all got together. I said, okay is this you? And they were like, yes. And I was like, is this you? And they were like, yes. And so they were all laughing because I kind of told them the stories they were going because I I would say I'm the one, a person that uses neither, but I guess I do use the, like a smiley face every now and then in an email, which would be an emoticon. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We need to define emoji versus emoticon, or maybe we don't, but I guess I... Well, I'll tell you what I personally think with the, the, the delineation to me is emojis are the actual little pictures okay the pre-made ones yes and emoticons are like colons and parenthesis and you know backslash or forward slash yeah they're they're actual keys on the keyboard or if you can do it with that it's an emoticon okay ones that would show up you know like in you know dos and in unix and linux stuff you know you know years ago that have been around for you know 40 50 years or more people have been using these things in programming and just like command line tech stuff. And really? then the em- emojis are basically just these little picture things that have shown up in the last, what, 10 years or so, something like that. Yeah. And, and so, but don't, haven't, I used to have software that if you typed colon parenthesis, it would mm-hmm. turn into a smiley face after you hit space. Okay. See, mine don't do, do, uh, here's what I should ask. When I send you an email mm-hmm. and I put the colon closed parenthesis, does it show, does it change to the picture or is no. it just the, no, see, okay, good. And does mine now? No, it actually, it does now. It turns into a smiley face. Mm-hmm. It's a little yellow circle smiley face. Okay. Well, I'm in, t- I'm most of the time I'm typing actual emoticons there. Okay. Now I want to go see, back. That's what, that's one thing I don't like is when the software or the, messaging system decides, oh, I'm going to take what you meant here, what I think you meant, and turn it into this other thing. I'm like, no, just leave it like this. No. I want to be old school, yeah. DOS-friendly <laughs> command t- line Well, basically, programmer. you're talking about autocorrect, too. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'd be interested. The people that mm-hmm. use the emojis, were they mm-hmm. mo- largely millennials? Uh, yes, they were younger. Some of them in their early 20s, yes. Okay. The, particularly the girl that used a bunch of emojis like it was an emoji, as many emojis as it was actual words. Yeah. And this giant text message. And every, every other one she explained in parenthesis after the emoji what it meant. So, okay. So she's the one that explained it. Yes. Which made me laugh. Yeah. That, I've not seen that before. And I haven't been involved in many text exchange or direct message exchanges where there's a ton of emojis. Oh, this was this was loaded, and it it made me laugh. And I was she was laughing too. We were joking about it, but it was one of these things where I'm like, if you felt the need that you had to explain every emoji, yeah. then just don't use the emojis. Well, Come she's on. trying to convert the older people to start using them. Sounds I guess so. like 
Um, I sometimes will throw an emoji in that yeah. it doesn't make any sense, but just to, to put one in. Yeah, Tiana and I got on a run one day where we just were texting emojis back and forth. Uh-huh. Just stupid stuff and just trying to, to trying to put something, put some sort of, you know, narrative along with it. Just <laughs> nonsense emojis and trying to, like, decipher it, even though it didn't mean anything, just attach some random meaning to it. And I gave my phone to my daughter, and she was, like, punching in, like, whatever. And she can, t- she can text at five years old. She knows how to, wow. she knows where... She can't read, but she can she can punch in the emojis and then hit the send button. She knows where that is. Sure. And so she's sending stuff back and forth with her mom, and it's just like just random nonsense. And she likes the like, like the little goat and the you know the smiley face and the the birthday cake and the ballerina and that stuff. But that's that's about the limit of my emoji knowledge right there. Yeah, I there's a lot of emojis out there that I've never used, but I do tend to use if I'm texting, I'll put emoji. Uh, I'm strictly usually in the emoticon camp, mm-hmm. but I I am starting to use an emoji now and again a little more often. And I'll, I'll, I won't comment on that. And now I'll be sure to send you more emojis versus of emoticons. Course. <laughs> of course, I, I expect now to anybody who listens to this who likes emojis. That's all I will see on my Twitter feed now. When you're and that's fine with me. That makes me laugh. When Deanna and I um, DM back and forth, there's there's yeah. some emojis in there. And they're, they always make me giggle. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not anti-emoji. I'm just old. Right. And so am I. But I, I'm, I'm bending with the times a little bit here. I okay. don't think I'll ever make a sentence of purely emojis. Oh, my gosh. I've seen, like, these things on Twitter that every now and then I see that are, like, six or seven uh, emojis in a row, and it's and it actually supposed to mean something. Yeah. I'm like, you lost me at, you know... The the horse. I don't know what you mean. I don't. What are you doing? Yeah, the lost. airplane. I, I can figure out the airplane. Are you flying somewhere? Or, you know, are you buying an airplane? Are you you know wishing you had a transformer? Right. What, what are you talking about? But but you lost me at the horse. Yeah, you lost me at the horse. <laughs> um, I, sometimes I'll use emojis in in Twitter because they obviously help with character limit. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So we're, I don't know I where we, words. I know, words. I do too. Word, words, just type words. I have a really hard time like tweeting um, to the number and then the lowercase u or oh, yeah. the letter R and the lowercase u, R yeah. U. I, I, I can't, unless it's a, I will do it if it's a character limit issue, but most of the time I can't stand doing that. I try to make everything seem I like try to rearrange it so it will be in proper English, proper grammar. Yeah, like, like too legit to quit. Yes, that MC Hammer song. That uh, I mean, I love Prince. He's one of my favorite ever artists, oh, yeah. music artists. But the the numbers in the song names just no. I I can't do that. The four in there, I would yeah. die for you. Yeah. Isn't that a four like number four in there? And nothing compares to you to you. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. That's a little too cute for me. Um, Sorry. And I understand that. Hey, do what you want. Yeah, do what you want, people. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Let's talk about fantasy football. Welcome to another fantasy football update. Not necessarily a deep dive this week. Our guest expert analyst, Mr. Robert Berg, could not be with us this week, so we're going to just go and read some of his tweets. Where, since he's been giving us information, he's yeah. been giving us some feedback 
on Twitter, which is great, um, about our playoffs upcoming. This is our last regular season week uh, that ends this week, and then next week the playoffs start. I know. It's so, gone by fast. Yeah. It, or slow, however you yeah, want to look at it. <laughs> some weeks it's been real slow. Yeah. Yeah, we just want to keep you in suspense with and let Rob's anger brew over the next week <laughs> <Yeah>. or so. <laughs> let him build up the rage so that when he comes on to talk about the playoffs uh, in a week or so that we can really, you know, unleash it all at once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he had tweeted uh, that with tonight's results, which was last uh, Monday, um, in the league that you, mm-hmm. Joe Arrow, Patrick mm-hmm. Moffitt, Claire, and Gary slash Spike Braun, mostly Spike, I think, yeah. uh, have all clinched five, have clinched five of the six playoff spots. Yeah, which surprised me because I didn't think I, I didn't had, know that was the I case lost either. last week and I didn't think that I would clinch that early. And I still think it's pretty um, wide open for the uh, for the buys. There's two buys, yeah. in the first yeah. round buys, and I think you you if you win this week, you might be able to get one of those. Well, it it says projected playoff mm-hmm. scenarios, and they've got me in as having a second seed first round buy. But I can't imagine that if I lose this week, I have a first round buy because I oh, played no, because Joe all Arrow. The, yeah, all the um, all the um, records at the top are pretty close. Yeah, it's a pretty good drop off between the next level, which includes me. I would think because, I'd have to win and get lots of points to have that opportunity. But and speaking of you, what what were you going to say? That uh, if I win this week, I'm in the playoffs. I'll get that sixth and last spot. Yes, you heard it here first. I believe I said you were a sneaky pick to run get into the playoffs. Yes, now I probably just jinxed you, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I have I have to win this week, obviously. Because um, if I lose, I believe Rob tweeted that. The winner between Todd and Shad, they play this week in the final week of the regular season. The winner between those two will get in if I lose uh, this week. Yes. And I'm playing Adam Benson. And it, so basically, you control your own destiny. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm on a five-game winning streak currently, which, I mean, it's made me start caring about this again a little bit, which means I'm probably going to lose and right. be done. Yep. Or I'm going to win and have to actually be invested in it uh, again heavily next week when the playoffs start yes so either way it's probably a loss for me personally well i'd like to see you get in though because there was no shot you you were i had no shot no shot and now this is this is what this is underdog it's prime underdog yeah i think i tweeted out that my um my playoffs started five weeks ago because i had i had, I had to win every game i had to run the table the rest of the season in order to even make it to the playoffs and i've won five in a row and this would be this would cap it off. So I, it's kind of like the playoffs started for me back then. Uh, one loss, and I'm out in any yeah, of these points. Yeah. It just speaks to your um, tenacity luck. and <laughs> luck <laughs> and luck and luck. Yep. Yes. We've got no qualification, so here's a Yes, yeah, so I have a sort of a recommendation this week, but really it's I guess it's an update on previous recommendations that have oh, cool. been rescinded and then kind of unrescinded. <laughs> so anyway, way back when I made the recommendation um, before I had actually tried to to about the cola bottle where you 
you, oh yeah, the two liter or whatever, any type mm-hmm. of plastic bottle where you shake it up, shake it up, yep, and it'll stay, it'll stay um, carbonated or it won't go flat. Well, my my aunt, who was the originator of this uh, recommendation, she said that she, she usually drinks Diet Mountain Dew, and it works for Diet Mountain Dew. So she said hmm. that she then tried it with, I think Diet Coke, and it didn't work at all. And she said, so oh. you may be onto something with the cola thing. She said, I know one thing. I'll never drink Diet Coke again. <laughs> the mystery deepens. Yes, it does. So apparently, she's still on board with it for non-colas, but not okay. for colas. Hmm. So anybody that's still why. using that or trying that, uh, from based on our recommendations, just keep that in mind. So I'm wondering, remember Crystal Pepsi from a few years ago? Oh, yeah. It came back a few years ago, but it was back in the 80s when it originally they de- debuted it. It I came do. back uh, a couple years ago, and I, I tried it. I remember trying it as a kid um, and was like, this is kind of weird. Even though it didn't taste, it tasted exactly the same. It's just weird to your brain to see a clear liquid instead of Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's Pepsi anyway, so come on. <laughs> right. But I wonder if it would work with that, though, because I wonder if it has something to do with the coloration the like the the caramel color in it or if is diet mountain dew a different is it that different from like any other carbonated drinks well i think it diet mountain dew or sprite or seven up or any ginger ale maybe yeah the clear the clear clear stuff Uh, Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's different but She's she's saying that it's definitely different, and it maybe it is the caramel or what. Um, I would what, like to see her get a hold of a Crystal Pepsi if she still can, because I know they came out, they came back with a few of them. Uh, it's and they may all be gone by now, but see if it, for her to try it with that and see if it's similar to the other clear, non cola colored. Yeah, that's a good point. You hear that, Auntie? Go get a Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> that may be a, a you know impossible task on its own right there now. Yeah, it might be. I think you also said she had you had another update concerning sort of one of our recommendations and your aunt. Yeah, do you remember you recommended watching the movie Primer? Yes. It's Primer, right? Not Primer. <laughs> yeah, Primer. Okay, Primer. Um so she she watched that based on your uh-huh. recommendation. Um but she she said that she read some of the spoilers, mm-hmm. so that she'd have some sort of a clue. And once and she said once you know what to look for, it did make more sense to her. Yes. But she said that she would have been totally lost otherwise, and she was even lost in about a third of it anyway. Oh yeah, it's a it, it's a mind breaker in terms of how they fly through stuff and some of the concepts and some of the things that they're doing. And it's not all that technical. It's not it's not all that technically oriented. Like some of the like with language or you know concepts it's just how they chain it all together and how it all it's i mean it's a time travel thing basically um oh, and how okay. the paradoxes of that kind of pl- come into play and just having to remember when you see something you know th- you, you see something in the movie and then 30 minutes later you see something that kind of references that scene oh, and you have to sure. remember oh yeah. and you have to keep the timelines kind of straight in kind of straight in your head as you're going through it well, she said it definitely made her think, and she liked that about it. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Has she seen, um, and I think you also said she had seen The Pre- Prestige. Prestige, yeah. Yeah, uh, which is a Christopher Nolan movie, which is similar, 
kind of mind bendy. Not not nearly what Primer is, um, but I, I'm kind of into the. I like the Christopher Nolan stuff, like Inception. Um, that's actually one of the my least favorite ones, but that kind of I think that's one of the more well known, like mainstream ones. I don't think done. I've seen any of his movies. Then, if Inception is his most famous, probably. Well, I mean, besides of that kind of style, that mystery or puzzle kind of movie, yeah. Um, that that him and his brother uh, Jonathan Nolan is a writer. They kind of I think he wrote a lot of the short stories that. He wrote them as short stories, and then Christopher Nolan and him turned them into movies, and Nolan obviously directed them. I mean, obviously Christopher Nolan directed, you know, the Batman series, Batman um, Begins. Oh, he did. Okay. Well, then I've yeah, the seen Dark some Knight, of the them. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. yeah, but those are not; those are absolutely not puzzle movies. They're not in the same category. Uh, uh-uh. this is a whole other thing, and a lot of his career is based around these, where like The Prestige, um, Inception, sorta, uh, Memento, which is probably my favorite one, um, and. Okay, did you mention Memento last time? Uh, I might have brought it up before because anytime I talk about movies, I'll probably mention that one because okay. it's one of my favorite movies. So that's movies. definitely your recommendation. It would be Memento, your favorite one of that category. Yes. Okay. Uh, Prestige is good too. And you said she's already seen that one. The Prestige yep. with uh, Christian Bale and um, I think it's Hugh Jackman. David Bowie's actually in that movie. I've never even heard of Prestige. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a movie about magic, but it's not about magic. Oh, <laughs> I mean, okay. it's it's interesting. Um, I really like that one. Scarlett Johansson's in that. I'm trying to think. It's well, okay. That's... I'm surprised that it wasn't bigger than it. If than Scarlett's it in it, I, I can see it anyway. I mean, no. I... <laughs> who doesn't love Scarlett Johansson? I agree. Hey, well, Carrie Ann Moss is in Memento. Okay. Um, should I know who Carrie Ann Moss is? Oh yes, who that's is Trinity she? Fr- Trinity from The Matrix. It's probably her most famous role. Okay, well, tr- The Matrix I saw when it first came out only one time, so I don't really oh, no. remember it that much. Oh, no. I know, it's a problem. It, Matrix is a puzzle movie. No, it is not. Well, what is it then? Uh, uh, it's the dystopian future oh, dystopian. movie. Oh, dystopian, yeah. Is what I would, that's how I would classify it. I, before you, you know, scold me, I will, I do need to go back and watch <laughs> um, The Matrix again, because I remember thinking... This is really good, but I am not focusing well on this. I don't know. I, I don't know how well it would age at this point. Um, oh, really? You, but you've already seen it once. So it's mm-hmm. when it came out in 1999, it was mind blowing in terms of how they did the effects and just not the story because that story had been that kind of theme had been done before, which I'm not going to say it. If, I mean, if the five people that hadn't seen it wanted to watch it, but uh, the just the way that they did that, and the way that that movie was shot. Um, uh-huh. And a lot of yep. things they did in that movie um, influenced, I mean, basically the the bullet time from that movie influenced, I mean, I guess it had more influence on video games than it did actual movies going forward, but it it, it really influenced video games for like the next decade. I can see that. I can definitely see that part. But oh. are we... And that music, that 90s, late 90s, all that stuff that kind of led into dubstep, I mean... If you go say, back and watch movie trailers from like 1999, every single one of them has that. Say that same. again. If you go back and watch no, movie no, trailers. No, no, the, 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 the <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll insert the actual music right here. Okay. Well, it goes something a little like this. So that's probably a one thing that influenced that it influenced in a bad way. That's a con of the Matrix's influence is that everything kind of turned into that for the early two thousands. 
But, oh, um, yeah, you're probably right. But oh. yeah, that, it's it's good. But Memento, Carrie Ann Moss, is that what we were talking about? Yeah, Memento. And, well, you were talking about The Matrix. Mm-hmm. And, you so know, you know who she is. Not, you, you know who I'm talking I about. I don't right? think so. Oh, I can't you need to watch picture the Matrix her. Scene. She's she had short. She's the one with the short black hair. Okay, I can wearing all the leather pleather that. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And going back to Scarlett Johansson, do you remember uh-huh. her first movie? Was it Lost in Translation? No, way what was back before that. Um, I've been I've been on the I've been aware of her for years. She was in The Horse Whisperer. Really? With Robert Redford. With Robert Redford, yeah. Yeah, and um, Emma Thompson. I think I have that, that on VHS. No, not Emma uh, Thompson. I can't remember the woman's name. I don't remember. Emma, Emma Thompson was the one who's married to Kenneth Branagh, yeah, right? Yeah, not, not her. Um, not her. But she played the little girl that was that. the horse rider. Hmm. Yeah. So she was probably only like 13, 12 or 13. Yeah, couldn't have been much older than that. I'm pretty sure that's her first movie. Anyway, Memento is your pick for uh, recommendations. Yes. It also star. It, I mean, Carrie Moss is like... a. You know, co-star, but the the main person in it is uh, Guy Pierce. Okay, I have heard of him. He was in L.A. Confidential, also great movie. Oh, L.A. Confidential is fabulous. Yes, so he he's he's the detective with the glasses, the skinnier guy in that movie. Okay, all right. Well, maybe I'll have to you know put on my thinking cap and put these movies in. Yeah, on Netflix (laughs) or whatever. I would say over the Christmas holidays, if you have some time, definitely watch some of these movies because they're they're awesome. We'll do. We always do some sort of movie. Uh, sometimes we actually go to movies on Christmas Day. Oh, see, that's that's out of my, out of my, out of my league now because I have little kids. Well, also, I don't you, get to go to movies. You anymore. don't leave your house anymore. Maybe Amazon now can deliver you. Amazon Prime now can deliver. There you go. A new movie well, they do. It's called Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> yeah, it, that's true. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> hey, how's it going? We hope you've been enjoying the podcast thus far, and we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us on Twitter at SpeakTangents, or visit our website at speakingoftangents.com. It has all the relevant links and information there. If you haven't been enjoying our podcast, we're sorry. Please let us know on our Snapchat account. Thanks. We did get a couple of tweets from Luke Overby, or Mm. Lyle Overbay. Um, Yes. At Luke Overby. O-V-E-R-B-E-Y on Twitter. He um, says, listening to your nonsense, which, by the way, is a great first line. Love it. Absolutely. And then he said, quick use of Google machine yields 84 jingles in KJ and Pal's playlist. Ah. So that's in reference to us talking last week about um, me not being too lazy to count up the number <laughs> of jingles in my KJ and Pal's playlist. That's great. I'm I'm glad he did that. I have no idea how he did it. Uh, he says quick use of Google machine, which makes me feel even more dumb. But well, I mean, he's he's an expert. I know he is. Guy, I know so, he is. Yeah. But I'm certain he didn't just sit there and count them. <laughs> I don't think so either. Yeah. He's, no. And then he's too smart for that. He has absolutely is too smart for that. Um, and so thank you for that. Now I kind of know it's 84, actually 85. 86 now but who's counting and then <laughs> somebody is and then he followed it up with another one he said the other adele song you did was hello and then he left another great line i feel like i'm turning into your stat boy <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome which it was very funny and he kind of he, he hit us with two stats so you know i expect more stats now after this this episode 
Yeah, I think he's the official statistician analytics expert of Speaking of Tangents podcast. I think so too. And um, as soon as I saw this tweet about the hello, I totally remember doing that song. Yep. Um, I remember it now too. Any other feedback? Um, we got another SoundCloud feedback. Oh, good. So, I love know, SoundCloud feedback. If you're familiar with our previous SoundCloud feedback, maybe if you're listening with your kids in the room, maybe don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe close their ears for this one. Uh, this is not too bad, though. Uh, this is from Priscilla Shepherd 63 I can't resist men who know how to treat a lady like me. Tease and pamper me. <laughs> so, I mean... And then it had a link that I deleted and did not click. Oh, my gosh. I love that. <laughs> you did it in such a sing-songy way, too. Well, I, since it's on SoundCloud and I figure, you know, it's like mostly a lot of music on there. Yes. And that's, uh, that's where we're getting this feedback from. I, I think maybe she meant it like, I can't resist men who know how to treat a lady like me, tease and pamper me. You know, kind of a rap Kind of she a style probably did. Um, yeah. So I want to. I want to get to the heart of you know what it's really about. So I want to represent it in the intended way. So I figured you know. Yeah. Well, if it's rap, you know we, you know we could just try this. You know I could go. I can't resist men who know how to treat a lady like me, tease and pamper me. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I, I think that's exactly how it went. Yeah, I'm Priscilla. Oh, this is Shepherd. you. <laughs> this is you. Okay. The big reveal. Okay. So that link was a link to your blog, right then, huh? Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Any other reviews this week? And I think we might want to leave. I mean, it not right reviews. There. Any any other any other feedback? Um, no. And uh, speaking of reviews, keep those yeah. iTunes reviews coming. We'd love mm -hmm. to get some of your iTunes reviews, but um, we also like or any feedback. Yeah, definitely. We also like. SoundCloud reviews <laughs> or SoundCloud feedback. SoundCloud feedback, yeah, those are those are something else. And, um, well, I'm starting to believe those aren't real. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. They look kind of real. They seem yeah, I mean, real. it's it's an account, so I mean, definitely, it's as real as Crazins, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, or Chasins or Blazins. Blazins. <laughs> I think they were blazing before they left that review. <laughs> And speaking okay. of reviews, any Amazon reviews? Yeah, I keep reviews saying reviews instead of feedback. What am I talking about? <laughs> well, I you just can't blazing. wait. You can't wait to get to the reviews, the yeah, Amazon reviews. Oh, I do have one piece of feedback before. Um, this is like a word of mouth form. Oh, um, all right. They're know, the best kind. Offline or, you know, not, it's analog feedback, not digital. It's not over the internet. So, okay. Um, it's not binary. <laughs> no, it's not binary. <laughs> it's all one way on this one. Okay. So my daughter comes home from school and I said, Hey, how are you doing? You know, everything go okay. She's like, yeah, fine. She's five years old. She comes in and she says, can I get a snack? And I'm like, yeah. And so she's eating her snack and she said, can I go watch TV? And I'm like, well, just finish your snack first. I said, cause what you can do, I said, you can finish your snack and then you can go watch TV. And she looked at me and she said, well, you can eat my butt. So <laughs> at five years old, I, I couldn't help it. I started laughing cause she was mad because I wouldn't let her watch TV and eat the snack at the same time. So that's what I'm living with on a daily basis. Oh, my God. And now Amazon reviews. <laughs> I love that. I, I and could you not... encouraged her by laughing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, so I'm sure that she probably will say that to somebody at school, like her teacher. And yeah. I'll get a note like, uh, your daughter, did you know your daughter's saying this? And I will have to say, no. No, I How didn't dare know she? that. I would never encourage that stuff. <laughs> Was she eating craisins for the snack? <laughs> what do you think? Well, I don't know. You have craisins in your cupboard. 
<laughs> that I didn't even know about. So yeah. no. she <laughs> might have been eating some dried pineapple though, because that that I do like. Some fried pineapple. Pineapple? <laughs> no dried. Oh, pineapple. I thought you said fried. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. No, I'll eat. I'll eat like fr- fresh raw pineapple. I guess it would be. I'll eat dried pineapple. I'll eat pineapple on a pizza, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's it. No. F- but you know, I bet if you fried pineapple, it'd be pretty good. I think it would be. That's my feedback on that. Amazon review. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you got so, this week? This Amazon review section originated from a tweet that Jen sent out that said, basically, have you seen this uh, hat, this yes, hat ornament, this Trump? I remember that. That I think was $150. Oh, really? Yes. When I looked at it, when, when I clicked the link over Thanksgiving, she's like, said something about, yeah, we should, speaking of Amazon reviews, we should do this. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. And so I looked it up, and I swear it, I swear it was $150, which is insane for a, a Christmas tree ornament. It couldn't be very um, big. Yeah. Well, this is Jen Babish Sports Chick, correct? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. On Twitter. Yes. Okay. Um, and so I was going to read some of those today, but when I went and read those reviews, every single one of them was was intentionally trying to be funny. They were being sarcastic one way or the other about the thing. So n- not a single one of them was an actual review. And I like to keep this section pure yeah. in that we read the re- reviews that are not meant to be funny often, or we try to you know say... Okay, I think this person's on the line, so we'll read this one, but we want to read the ones that are unintentional comedy, basically. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, you know, Christmas ornaments is Christmas time, holiday time coming up. Um, so I went and searched for holiday decorations, and I came up with a Santa toilet, seat cover, and rug set Christmas party decoration is the title of this thing. Wait, wait, repeat that. Santa what? Santa Toilet, seat, cover, and rug set Christmas party decoration in red. Okay, that's what I thought you said. Toilet, and, seat, cover. Yeah, and in order to get the full thing of this, if you really, it, we'll have to tweet out a picture of this or tweet the link out to this thing because it is ridiculous looking and people have bought it. Many people have bought it. So is it a, a like a picture of the Santa on the toilet? Or it's is like it... Santa's face covers the entire toilet seat. Oh, okay. So it's not Santa sitting on the toilet covering up, up the toilet. <laughs> no, no. Okay. But the, the top of, like, it's a little thing that goes on the top of the toilet, like the tank part of it. Uh-huh. Yep. That looks like his hat or like something. And then his face, face. Okay. is the entire toilet seat. And then the rug that kind of goes around the bottom of the toilet is made like his the upper part of his suit. So that like the neck, his neck is the toilet coming up out of the ground. Oh, my God. It's the most ridiculous thing. I've never heard of anything. And I'm listen, I'm all about Santa. I love Santa. Yeah. I used to collect Santa figurines, ornaments, but now I, I just have too many, so I stopped that. And mm-hmm. we don't decorate for Christmas anyway. I'm all about Santa, but I do not want, nor have I ever <laughs> no. heard of a Santa toilet seat cover. No, in the picture, this is just incredibly ridiculous. But the reviews come close. Okay. Uh, this first one says, the greatest gift for those Christmas-loving friends. It's the ultimate Christmas decoration that is guaranteed to make people smile. Well, make people laugh at you maybe, but yeah. not, I'm not sure about smile. Um, and then, I was a little disappointed in the quality of this item. I gave it to someone as a gift, and they loved it. So, <laughs> once wow. again, the trend of if you get something that you don't really like or you think is inferior quality... Give it away Give to somebody away. else. Yeah. One because, person's you know, hey, junk is another person's treasure, as they absolutely. say. Absolutely. 
So, I mean, there, there's a lot of positive five-star reviews on this thing. Huh. Uh, here's, here's one. I gave this to a friend as an early Christmas gift that she could use for the holiday season. She always decorates her house for every holiday. She has been looking for a Christmas red bathroom rug for at least a year, and I couldn't find one of those, so I gave her this instead. She was very happy at the time. And I am sure she would tell me if she was not happy. Oh, really? Which is a very interesting last sentence to put in an Amazon review. Yeah. Is that person reading it? And is she sending like a message to the person that she thinks is reading it? That sounds like a subconscious message of, I don't think she would lie to me about this. Yeah, right. Or when, she better when, tell me if she doesn't like it, if you're reading yeah. this. Yes. <laughs> What I think is happening is this woman she gave it to is going, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's great. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. But the one thing about that, that she could not find a red Christmas colored. That's ridiculous. Come on. They're everywhere. Yeah. yeah. How can you? You can't really avoid them at like, you know, stores that sell this stuff this time of year. No, honestly. <laughs> Here's one. Gave this as a gift and was laughed at. But I thought it was really cute and something nice to decorate the bathroom. So this woman got her feelings hurt. Somebody yeah. did tell her the truth about it. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. This was exactly what they said it was. However, my wife was not a big fan. I can understand why. And another one. This was exactly what they said it was. Yes. Is that what, that, that's the po- How many stars did that one get? <laughs> that one got, let's see, go back to that one. Five stars. Okay, well, even but, though his know, wife didn't like it, it's still exactly what it said it was. So five stars. Yeah. Here's another one. Although this is shipped from China, it got here fairly quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I find this item humorous. My wife, not so much. <laughs> so. So I'm assuming that he or he ordered it. Yes. Okay. Seems like um, there's a trend here of it's either you love this thing or you hate it. It's very polarizing. You know, unlike. Well, it seems to remind me of something else lately. Somebody else or something else that's been very polarizing. Hmm. Yeah. I love this seat cover set. It surprised my family when I first bought it. Yeah, I bet it did. Yeah. The Santa cover is quite a charming thing to have in this festive season. It's a toilet seat cover. (laughs) I know. What? (laughs) I've only really seen that at like grandmother's homes. That's exactly what I thought, which the funniest part of this whole thing was you know like if you're on, if you're looking at a, a product on Amazon you scroll down it's like people who have bought this also oh, bought these yeah, other things yeah. so I scrolled down and I'm thinking oh this is like somebody's grandmother buying this you know this is you know 70 80 year old grandmothers like you said that are buying this mm-hmm. so I scrolled down to customers who bought this also shopped for and you have got to go to the site and look at this because I cannot put into words nor am I going to <laughs> try what some of this stuff is. I'll just say that the first thing that comes up is women's plus size sexy cutout pink lace lingerie set. <laughs> the next one is women's white plus fur trim mesh splice hooded Santa baby doll set. Oh my. Women's lace patchwork purple halter sleepwear baby doll lingerie. Women's <laughs> black leather lace patch- patchwork <laughs> two-piece lingerie set. And my favorite, and, and there's there's four pages of this stuff, and it's all this. My favorite, though, women's ecstasy sexy black lace eye mask and restraint handcuff set. <laughs> so these are the things that people who have bought this Santa toilet cover see. <laughs> yeah. This is the other stuff that they have bought. And some of this stuff, 
I cannot believe they actually have pictures of it on Amazon. Yeah, you'd think it'd be I am other shocked. sites. Different yeah, oh, sites. Yeah, the rest of the internet, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that was... Yeah. So it's definitely worth looking at this thing just for that. Yeah, but, yeah. toilet seats... Okay, I don't see that connection at all. <laughs> no, I did that might... Well, okay, that'd be, that'd be getting a little bit too weird. Um, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Back to the reviews. Yeah. Um, here's one that says, it was of poor quality, highly flammable, which makes me have all kinds of questions about how they figured how that they, out. Yeah. How did they determine it was highly flammable? Uh, here's one. Five stars. This product was not delivered to me. Okay. So are they saying they're glad they didn't receive it? Five yeah. stars? Or who was it delivered to? I. Again, many questions. Yeah. No answers. This is one of my favorite ones. No. Oh, absolutely no answers. Waited for this waited for this for years. Finally have it and can hardly wait to put it on. Okay, does she think it's a dress or something? <laughs> maybe that some maybe maybe it makes more sense that the other stuff that we were just talking about that yeah. also bought. Maybe that some people are wearing this. Yeah, I don't maybe. see how. She's waited for it for years. Is it a, maybe it's not a she, maybe it's a man. Maybe so. Uh, but <laughs> there's no way I would ever want something like that. Not even as a joke. No. How much does this item cost? Uh, currently, it is. <laughs> it's it's a range, which is unusual. Oh. A price range of three dollars and fifty seven cents to thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, are they different? Are there different colors or something? No. Huh. Oh wait a minute. There's a snowman. Oh, there's a snowman. Well, that changes everything. <laughs> now you got to have it. Now I need to have this. You're, it's waited for it for years. I have. <laughs> I never knew that I wanted it. So if it was maybe... a snowman, is the toilet seat the bottom of the snowman, the middle, or the top? Uh, let me see. The toilet seat, like the cover, is his face in the picture. Okay. And it's just like the Santa. The rug on the floor is like his clothes like his chest okay so the toilet itself must be his neck still but the top of it which also could be part of the snowman is nothing oh they should have had a top hat it does sort of have a hat it kind of does and the the hat is a tissue box holder oh god are you wanting one of these are you you coming over to the side the dark side yeah this is excellent okay oh here's here's a review you may agree with then everything is as it should be very happy can't wait for Christmas in all lowercase. <laughs> Everything is as it should be. Yes, what? <laughs> oh, but, you know, you wouldn't have this problem, but, you know, this is the reason I can't get it. Okay. It's cute, but a problem for the men slash boys. Cover is too bulky. Doesn't allow the toilet seat to stay up. Oh, that is a problem. Which made me think, oh, I, I could see that as a problem. And then the next person, of course, went into more detail. Okay. Very adorable. However, the toilet lid would fall down unexpectedly, and when male friends would use the bathroom, it would cause a bit of a sp- surprise midstream. <laughs> that brings new meaning to yellow snow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this got, all right, I got two more of these things if I can get through them. Okay. This person, I think, is trying to be funny and not trying to... I, I, I'm I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. And they said, "What a crappy thing to do to Santa." Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. That is funny. I'll read that. I'll, it, and then my favorite one, 
Maybe out of all these we've ever read, it's just one line. <laughs> this is a five-star review for a, to- a Santa toilet seat cover. I want to remind everybody. The line is, kid hugged the toilet and said, I love you, Santa. <laughs> so if you want your kid to hug your toilet, you need to get this toilet seat cover that looks like Santa or Frosty, I guess. Oh, my God. So um, don't buy this thing, please. Don't. Please don't do this. Don't don't buy this thing at all. <laughs> don't. Even to the $3.57, it's not going to be worth it. No. Maybe scroll through the other stuff, you know. Yeah. The other <laughs> purchased, if you bought this, you know, they also purchased stuff. Yeah. Seems quite a bit of a, it seems like a vast difference between those oh, two Oh, it's items. quite a departure in the pictures, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> you should right. see these pictures. I'll have to look that up. On that note, go hug your toilets today. Hug your, have you hugged your have toilet Have you hugged today? your toilet today? <laughs> what a crappy thing to go out on. Do you have anything else? Nope. That'll do it. Okay, bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and K.J. Onstead. Created by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Scheduling coordinator is K.J. Onstead. Produced by Jason Fuse. Production assistant is K.J. Onstead. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Visual effects by Jason Fuse and K.J. Onstead. Directed by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. No animals were harmed in the recording of this podcast. Speaking of animals, why are there so many horse emojis anyway? Are the other animals of the world so well represented that we can afford to have space for four horse emojis? And do they all have different meanings? And there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, seven emojis that are cameras or film related. Okay, I'm done looking at these things. But wait, can you make your own emoji? Maybe Jason and I should have our own emojis. We could use them to sign our emails, Twitters, and texts. Oh my. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you.